Well, guys, only five days left. Countdown is real, okay? It is real. Only five days left until November 3rd. Go to vote.org to get your early voting locations. Vote early. Please don't wait till the last minute. Uh, please don't. Vote.org. All right? Uh, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is, a Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, you can call me petty if you want to. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 56-year-old woman with a lot of past trauma and family issues, so I've been single a long time. I got out of my comfort zone, though, and I opened my heart to a man that had just gotten out of prison, and he had a history of drug abuse. We dated for four months, and things were great. He was living with his brother, but he'd come over and cook for me and do yard work. We did a spiritual fast together. Uh, the sex was amazing, and we had the best conversations. He, he took weekly drug tests, and they all came back negative. He didn't have a car, so I was his taxi. I went to pick him up two weeks ago so he could spend the weekend with me, and there were two garbage bags and two boxes in the driveway. He told me to pop the trunk because his brother was tripping, so he needed to stay with me for a while. I told him that was not going to happen, and I drove off. A week passed, and I didn't hear from him, so I called his brother to check on him. His brother said that after I left, some other stupid woman came to get him, so he's living with her now. His brother said he's using drugs and he's stealing from people again. He gave me the woman's name and phone number, so I called her to let her know that she took on a liar and a druggie. She had no idea he'd been to prison or that he was on drugs. She thanked me and said she was going to put him out. He called me later and said I'm petty because and because of me, he's homeless for a while until he can find someone to take him in. I don't feel bad. His brother called me too and said I shouldn't I should have stayed out of it. I don't feel bad about it at all. Did I take it too far by calling her? Wow. Woo, uh talk about messy and, and you're right, petty too. But more messy, I'd say, than petty. Uh, I think you did the right thing by putting him out of your house uh, if he's back using and stealing uh, stealing things. At first, uh, I was going to say you should not have called the woman, but why not? His brother gave you her name and her phone number for a reason, and I think the woman should know what she's dealing with. Uh, when you really look at this situation, you were only being petty with your guy, not with her. And the fact that this guy is a user and uh, stuff, you know, user and stuff, that's something that she should know, I think. Would she have told you? Eh, probably not, because she sure came over to take him away fast, didn't she? She was feeling him at the time. So really and truly, I don't think you're petty at all. I think you're a good person. I just say just don't ever lower your standards again. Just don't do that because uh, you, you, you get in some major trouble again. Steve? You can call me petty if you want to. <laughs> this whole damn letter from top to bottom, ain't nothing but a series of bad decisions and yeah, mistakes. Exactly. All of them damn near on your part. Let me begin with everything. <laughs> everything. I'm a 56-year-old woman 
a lot of past trauma and family issues. Still got them. So I've been single for a long time. You think? I got out of my comfort zone, though. What? When was you comfortable? Because right now, family issues, drama, single for a long time. Open up your heart to a man that had just got out of prison. He had a history of drug abuse. A lot of, lot of people go to prison for drugs. Okay. Dated four months. Things was great. He was living with his brother, but he'd come over. He cooked for me, do yard work. He earning his keep. We did a spiritual fast together. Eh, the pop right there. Let's stop this. Shirley, help me out. Yes. When people do spiritual fast, what is that? Well, a spiritual fast is you know like when you don't eat and um, you you you're supposed to like look look to God and look to hear from God. You know your vessel is cleaned out. Okay, so you cool. Can well, after they well, after they looked and heard from God and got their vessel cleaned out, yeah. they had amazing sex. I know. <laughs> the I know. sex was amazing right after this spiritual fast. Right. Now I don't know why you're surprised that the sex was amazing. Helly been in prison. Everybody been in prison gonna have some amazing sex. <laughs> They've been thinking about it the whole damn time. So here we go. We had the best conversations. He took weekly drug tests and they all came back negative. Okay. He didn't have a car. Here we go again. All these decisions are getting bad. So I was his taxi. Then you went to go pick him up a couple weeks ago to spend the weekend with you. Two garbage bags and two boxes in the driveway. That's about all you're going to have after you've been in prison. You ain't got no bed. You ain't got no furniture. Ain't no nightstand. You ain't got to move no home wall. You ain't, you ain't got to drag a stove down no steps. You ain't got to get nobody to help you move. When you moving fresh out of prison. So you got the two garbage bags and two boxes. Then he told you to pop the trunk because his brother was tripping. So he needed to stay with me for a while. Should have found out why his brother was tripping. Hmm. This is his brother. Just got up. His brother, his brother tripping. Popped the trunk, baby. Steve, he was tripping because he was on drugs and stealing. <laughs> he ain't passed no drug test. <laughs> All right, uh, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Hang on, everybody. My strawberry letter for today's subject, you can call me Petty if you want to. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter subject. You can call me petty if you want to. 56-year-old woman. A lot of drama, past family issues. Been single for a long time, trying to work to get herself together. So she opened up her heart. She met a guy just got out of prison. They dated four months. They was having a wonderful time. He was living with his brother. But he'd come over, cook for you, do yard work, you know, earning his keep. You no, know, we did a period spiritual fast together. Right after they had that spiritual fast, they had amazing sex. Because that's what you do when you come out of prison. You have amazing <laughs> sex. Uh-huh. Even if it ain't amazing to you, it's going to be amazing to him. <laughs> so anyway, you had the best conversation. It don't matter what you do. Yeah, I don't give a damn what you do. <laughs> it's going to be quick. She looked at me. Woo, that was good. That was good. It's going to be quick. She looked at me again. Oh, my God. That's over. <laughs> he took weekly drug tests, and they all came back negative. That's what he told you. He didn't have a car, so you was his tax. So you went to pick him up a couple weeks ago so he could spend the weekend with you. 
And when you pulled up, it was two garbage bags and two boxes in the driveway. He told me he popped the trunk because my brother tripping. Mm. So he needed to stay with me for what? His brother tripping? Why? I told him that's not going to happen, and I drove off. Okay, cool. That was a good decision you made. But then, here you go again. You made one good decision. You drove off. A week passed, you didn't hear from him. So you called his brother to check on him. His brother said that after he, after you drove off, some other stupid woman, he's referring to you too now. He said ah. another stupid woman, meaning mm. you was fitting mm-hmm. to drive mm-hmm. off with him, but another stupid woman <laughs> right. came to get him, so he's living with her now. Then the brother told you he was using drugs and he was stealing from people again. From him. Mm. So he gave you the woman's name and phone number. What? Now, I'm assuming all of this happens because his brother ain't got a cell phone. That's what I'm thinking. Because he got to give numbers to where he at all the damn time. That's what I'm, this is just a guess of mine. So he gave you the woman's name and the phone number. You call her to let her know that she took in a liar and a druggie. Now, let me tell you how truthful you was. She didn't even know he had been to prison or he was on drugs. Because, see, she's stupider than you. Uh. You took him in. He told you he passing drug tests every two weeks, and they're coming back negative. He done told her since, since that ain't working and people know he's stealing again, he done told his new chick he ain't even been to prison, ain't told her nothing about no drug problem. So then you called her to let her know that she took in a liar and a druggie. She had no idea he had been to prison or he was on drugs. Then she thanked me and said she was going to put him out. Now, all y'all old now. All y'all old. Because you 56, I don't know how old she was. But y'all, I just think all y'all old. All right, so here we go. He called me and told you, you petty. Because of you, he homeless for a while. Wait a minute, hold up, dog. Wait, wait, wait. The reason you homeless is cause she petty. <laughs> oh, oh, it ain't got nothing to do with you ain't working. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with that record won't let you get right, a job. See. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It ain't got nothing to do with you back to stealing and using drugs. No. You no. homeless cause she petty. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. she called another woman and told on you. And now he mm-hmm. said he homeless until he can find somebody to take him man. As soon as I get my game back together, because he's going to have to tell another lie now mm. of, of why uh-huh. he needs somebody to take him in. Right, right. Then mm-hmm. she said, I don't feel bad. <laughs> then, here we go, the ignorance gets a little bit deeper. His brother called you and said, I should have stayed out of it. Why did he give you the lady's phone number to get you in it. <laughs> to right. get you in it. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. What That's did what. she think you was going to uh-huh. do? Call and talk to him, make sure he was okay? He called you and told you you should have stayed out of it. Uh-huh. I don't feel bad about it all. Did I take it too far by calling her? Uh-uh. No. 
Look, you've been making crazy decisions your whole life. Well, you need to take some time to get yourself together. Stop taking people in. His problem is not your problem. <laughs> now, what you need to do is get out of it now for sure. Apologize to the brother, apologize to the lady, and go on about your life. Ask God to help you get your life together. And then he need to do the same thing. That's all I got to say about this letter. You know, look, drug use ain't funny. Brothers not being able to get on their feet coming out of prison, that ain't funny. It's hard. But damn, dog, he the one should have wrote the letter, not you. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, I am girl... going to try that spiritual fast, though. <laughs> <laughs> because what, Steve? Because right what? after that, you're going to be some amazing stuff. <laughs> Our girl from the talk is coming up, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 